Look, the people you are after are the people you depend on. We cook your meals, we haul your trash, we connect your calls, we drive your ambulances, we guard you while you sleep. Do not fuck with us. Listeners, you are now on the mark. We are at the On the Mark Media Center, and we are now bringing you Server Chronicles Volume 2. I don't know if you guys remember the first one, but if you didn't listen or you don't remember, basically we're talking about dilemmas, funny situations at the workplace for waiters, waitresses, bartenders, valet, restaurant managers, you name it. Benny hit us with a classic story last time about a guest who really was having a hard time wrapping his mind around the Wooder situation in the restaurant. Wanted to know if the Wooder was municipal Wooder. Many of you may remember that. Benny, I know that one's still stuck in your mind because it's pretty outrageous and it's it's not even a term I've ever heard before. In fact, the only place that term's ever probably been used is at like community organizing board meetings with low-level politicians and all yeah (laughs) you know seriously no seriously what the hell is going on but this is a funky time of the year a lot of people in the restaurants this time of the year you know for many reasons and the freaks come out and benny i know you had a situation recently that really uh struck you why don't you share that with the vip listener all right so i was at a bar the other night and uh local bar bar i frequent a lot recently and so the bartender shared a little piece of information that there were two girls i was kind of sitting next to the in the corner of the bar and two girls a couple seats down from me she shared the information that one of them was not born a girl if you will, has transitioned into a girl. Full operation and everything, no penis anymore. You could tell something was slightly off, but at the same time, she was done up a little. She had her makeup on. She had her tits popping. Tits that I'm sure cost a lot of money. Uh, Big pair of shit tits. Listen, if you're a little on a dry, if you're on a bit of a dry streak, and you're not necessarily paying attention. Maybe you're drinking a little heavy that night. Maybe, you know, it slips past you. You would think it's a woman. It, possible. It's definitely possible. The voice was a little deep. That's scary, man. It was scary. Okay, so <laughs> these guys next to these girls start kind of talking to them a little. Now, not like hard hitting on them, but the one kid tells the bartender that he wants to buy that one a drink. So the bartender asked me if she's morally obligated to tell this guy that he's about to buy a drink for what used to be a guy. Oh, wow. The moral obligation. She's not sure. It's a tough spot because, one, 
you know, they're both customers. Yeah. So it's kind of a bad look to the one, but it's a really good look to the other one. At the same time, he's with friends. Is it embarrassing if she blows up his spot? Like, hey, that's a man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> is is she doing him more service? More to, of a disservice. More of a disservice to tell him in front of his friends or not? She decides not to. However, I I decide I can't let it go, Mark. In true Larry David fashion. Absolutely. So I'm wondering how I go about this. And I almost, at one point, the kid that was talk, the girls leave. And the kid that was talking to them, a couple minutes after they leave, sneaks his way out front. I don't know if he's going after them or what. One of the other friends goes to the bathroom. I'm considering going up to the lone friend and letting him know. Again, I don't want to blow up this kid's spot in front of his friend, so I decide not. Me and my boy go outside for a cigarette, and what do we see? That first kid talking to those girls at their car. Clearly heard him say that he got the number. As you're smoking your long dart, you're taking all this in. Yes. So they drive away. He throws in a lip. Starts dipping by his car for a couple minutes, but eventually works his way back over to me and my friend to go back inside. He said, "Does he give like some sort of cocky, happy, confident response?" No. Well, okay, you can tell he's kind of feeling himself right yeah, now. Yeah, you that's can what tell I'm saying. He's feeling <laughs> successful. He's feeling good. He's, he's got, got his lip in now. Grin on his face. Yeah. So he's approaching, uh, and I have to hit him with, "Yo, bro." Uh. I don't necessarily want to be in your business or anything. I just kind of need to let you know that that one in the orange was a man. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, the look on his face, Marky. Oh, did the the dip fall out? The chewing tobacco fall out of his lip? Yeah, it almost did. I think he dribbled a little on himself. Uh, It it was bad. He wasn't. he, He asked, what? Then I think he tried to play it off like he got the other one's number, but (laughs) from being at that far for the two hours that they were around each other, I don't see that being a possibility. Oh, man. Oh, Uh, man. I don't know. So then we start going in. Him and his friends are leaving. We don't say anything on the way out. I don't know if he told his boys or not. I don't know what he was doing. Definitely put that bartender in a pickle. Yeah, the bartender was in a pickle. Yeah, major pickle. The man at the end of the bar had a pickle in her pants. Well, used to at least. <laughs> now it's flipped upside down. Oh, my lordy lord. Yeah. How about that one? Wow, wow, wow. You know, also there's the dynamic of maybe this kid, maybe he's into that Into sort of, that. That's, so that's, that's a whole another reason for I the bartender know. to keep his mouth shut. I know. Her mouth shut. Yeah. But you were Larry David. You I just couldn't to. resist. I had to let him know. Wow. It was a moral obligation. Wow. Yeah, that stuff is, uh, you got to tread lightly with that stuff. It's dangerous, Because then man. you could get knocked out by a tranny. Ugh. You don't know what th- this hillbilly kid exactly. could knock you out. It was a big-looking lady. Yeah. And, you know, you took a leap of faith there. I had to let him know. Yeah. Wow. Because he was already texting him. And he was standing outside dipping. He, You could see him texting. He was all smiles, all happy. I almost let him have his shining moment, Marky, in the sun. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah. I had to put a bit of cloud over that sun for him. Sure, uh, you did the you did you did the right thing. Bottom line, you did the right thing. Yeah, I cast a giant penis-sized cloud over his dream. That's right. You know, I had an incident where I was behind the bar recently, and a lady, middle-aged lady, I found her rude. I found her abrasive. Uh, But, you know, that comes with the territory. I'm sure she was uh, a few drinks in, to Mm -hmm. say the least. Sure. I didn't serve her. I don't know. I'm assuming. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, because in bars, for some reason, a lot, a lot of the social norms somehow get thrown out the window. Sure. And I'm not even gonna say it was much of an offense, but this is a—it's more of how she said it. Okay. And how she harped on it. Yeah. And it's a topic we've touched on many a time. She goes, "What are we gonna do with this hair?" Get <laughs> <laughs> <Talking> a <to> me. <laughs> and it was towards the end of the night. So I just was giving her a blank stare back, yeah. doing like almost like a fake laugh. Mm-hmm. And she kept, what are we going to do with this <laughs> hair? And number one, I understand. Sure. Number two, I'm tired and could care less. Uh-huh. Number three, I don't, I could care less about this lady's opinion. I was going to say, her putting it as what are we gonna do with the hair yeah yeah yeah. why is it now part of what you need to do right right you know i got a million things on my mind i can't wait to get out of there it was a a slow night as a bartender as a waiter as a way as a server it is so annoying to get your balls broke by someone you don't know for sure and in those situations I do a tactic called heading for the hills. I do something on the other side of the bar, some mm-hmm. busy work. Mm-hmm. Walk away, go talk sure. to another customer if possible. Sure. Talk to a fellow bartender if possible, mm-hmm. or waitress, waiter, whoever. I try to get as far away from that customer as possible. That's what you need to do. Because I don't want an altercation. No. I don't want my balls broke. No. And I don't have the patience at that point in the night for stupid talk. I hear you. You know, now if it's a high volume night and the drinks are flying and the money's flying, mm-hmm. this you don't care. Yeah, you're you're doing your thing. You're in your zone. Y- you you may genuinely laugh at what she's saying, mm-hmm. but on a, but on a slow night, a dull night, the last thing you want at the end of that night is a ball breaking customer. I agree. What are we gonna do with that hair? <laughs> I said I'm gonna dye it rainbow colors. It just needs to get a little bit longer. Perfect. And, you know. And I said, and the whole world's going to love it, baby. <laughs> she actually sensed the psychoticness in my response mm-hmm. and, like, almost did, like, a smirk and a turn away. Sure. You like, freaked her out. I freaked her out when she was trying to freak me out. Yeah. By saying, what are we going to do with that? She was trying to freak me out. I like that approach to freak people out that yeah. are trying to freak yeah, you out. Yeah, so I anteed up the psychoticness, which it. I can do well. Yeah, sometimes you got to push all in, man. Agreed, Benny. Agreed. I mean, is, is there an instance recently where you, you kind of pushed all in on a, on a guest? Off the or, top of my head, maybe not. Or is that not, just something you know you've done recently? Or not even necessarily recently, but you've done in the past. It definitely happens. That has worked for you. Yeah, it almost happens so often that I don't even pay attention to it at this point. Sure. 
And to be honest with you, going back on what I said, I would almost initiate the psychoticness game plan before the head for the hills. Sure. Because the psychoticness at least gives you that communication line. Yeah. Now, I, it's something I use more in my everyday life than I do my serving life. Yeah. Uh, I tend to enjoy that with old people a yeah. lot. When old people try and communicate with you. Right. I've had a sick compulsion throughout my life to make them feel as if the future is hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> to have them lose their faith in the future of humanity. Oh, that's through awesome. Through what I say. That's awesome. I, I thoroughly enjoy the look on random old people's faces when you tell them something that now they are horrified about. That's so good. In Ubers all the time i try and horrify my uber driver with what i'm talking about not to an extent where they think i'm a serial killer or something or they're in danger right but something that when i get out of the car (laughs) their first thought is jesus christ what is wrong with that guy (laughs) oh that kid has some serious fucked up things with him uh now do you tip the uber driver does the uber driver deserve a tip almost always i tip the uber driver you know nothing crazy yeah two, i'd like maybe to give them five. the cash tip instead okay. of tipping on the app uh, that's probably better for them yeah off the books but at the same time you know it, my my experience usually i'm so in a whirlwind of fucked upness yeah. when i'm in that uber that I don't even think about until like 20 minutes after I get out. And of what's it. the going rate for an Uber driver? You're tipping them what 75% of the ride, 65% of the ride? I'm tipping them <laughs> about two bucks, maybe five if they really entertain me, if I really like them. You know what I tip an Uber driver big? When? When I know I'm going to get laid. Okay. Well, yeah. Sure. <laughs> if I'm anticipating that, well, you're just in a good mood. <laughs> right. You're throwing everything to caution to the wind. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm repaying the universe. Okay. See, I throw caution to the wind at that point. And you go, no tip. No, I go, you a heavier the tip. Uber driver, I just go, like a you're heavier. You're planning on stiffing the broad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, now I have a uh, interesting topic, and you, you don't fall in line with this, but maybe, you know, on a bad shift at the end of a shift, maybe you do. Where I work has recently converted to a 100% official non smoking restaurant. Okay. So the back door's locked. You yeah. can't sneak out back and have a cigarette at yeah. any point in your shift. All right. And it sucks, man. Yeah, that's a joke. It sucks. That's a joke. It makes you feel like you're in, like, elementary school or high school again. As a server, you put up with so much shit yeah. that you're already a little bit on edge. Yeah. Why the hell wouldn't you want your employees taking that edge off and being a little nicer to the guests? Sure. You know, because when you go without a smoke and yeah. you're a smoker— it's going to put you even more. Absolutely. That first day on the job, not even for me so much, but I, I was feeling it. But everybody else that I would go out there with yeah. was dying. The bartender, by the end of the night when I tipped her out, asked me, did you make it the whole day? Did you make it the whole shift? I go, yeah. She goes, she goes, oh, good for you. I can't wait to sprint out at 11 o'clock. I'm going to go right to the front patio and smoke. Good. Good. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of ridiculous what smoking has become in today's society. If you smoke sure. within a football field of somebody, they're they're upset with you. Yeah. It's crazy. I got to say, it's also a problem because unless I'm becoming a problem for this, why are you monitor? Why uh, why do you care? 
Like, if some if a server goes to the bathroom every hour and they disappear from their section for five minutes, what are you going to care? You can't tell them not to go to the bathroom. So now I can't disappear from my section for five minutes to have a smoke. And not even five minutes, three to four. It's bogus. It's yeah. so 2018. I know. When, you know, I have my stuff in order. My section's good. Everything's gold. Right. It's so 2018. You got to trust I know what I'm doing. When you're around food, when you're around booze, another part of that game for many people is a smoke. Yeah. It's all part of the game. And here's the problem. Now it's I'm not time going out. to play the game. Now I'm not going out for a smoke. Now I'm standing there munching on fucking french fries. Oh, yeah. You're going to put on some weight now. Probably a little. But, you know, it happens, Mark. <laughs> but I'll say this. If you are a server or any bartender or anything and your place does still allow smoking, maybe the best way to hide the scent afterwards is grabbing a little bit of mint leaf, rubbing it on your fingers and hands and, you know, whatnot. And now we're calling a VIP listener right now who's been involved in the service industry, really enjoys these Server Chronicle episodes, wants more of them, Lou the Bonanza Panza. We're calling him right now. He has no clue we're calling him. We're going to see what happens. What's up, dude? Lou the Bonanza Panza, you are now on the mark. Server Chronicles Volume 2. How are you doing? Oh, my. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm actually running the line right now. How are you doing? Uh-oh. So you're you're in the weeds over there. And the weeds. And the, we're, we're in the spinach right now. We're not in the weeds. We're in the spinach. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it healthy. In the kale. In the spinach. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So you're busy. You you need to share some of your server chronicle pain on the mark. You need to let us know what's going on over there. Live report for two to three minutes. Go. Sure. So live report is we have a uh, lineman go down today. So I had to step on the line. He wasn't feeling well. Uh, so we had to jump in and, and, you know, take care of business. I had to pre-prep and jump on the line, jump in the back, had to make some stuff real quick. You know, that's, that's just how we do it here. We, you know, somebody goes down, we pick them up. So, uh, it was just a lot of, a lot of hectic, uh, running around and, and planning and changing your schedules. Um, that's what happens. That's what happens on a daily basis. You know, you're dealing with restaurants, sometimes multiple restaurants. You have supply issues, you have vendor issues, you have, staffing issues you know you put up a schedule week in advance you know things happen people call out oh my baby happy you know whatever but uh, at the end of the day it's about serving the customer and we're going to do whatever we can whatever we need to to make it happen five minutes or less the fuel is fast and fresh so that's where we're at now um, now do you like getting your hands dirty do you like stepping day. up to the plate doing this kind all of day stuff? all day listen marky mark i started at 12 years old in a pizza shop okay Pizza shop, washing dishes, and making making pizzas. What pizza? So, what pizza shop was it, Lou? It was not just pizza. It's still, uh, still in the sure, existence yeah. now. Love of the Wolves. NJP. Uh, NJP. A lot of a lot of good guys. A lot of food veterans that you would know, like uh, Mikey Lane. Uh, you know, who has steak them up now. So sure. uh, a lot of veterans. He actually trained me. So Very you know, cool. learned a lot. Learned a lot from him. And you know, it's uh it's, but it's great. I mean, I'm almost 40 years old. I got 20, 20, 27 years in the spinach. You know what I mean? What do you like in, in more, weeds, make, so. making pizzas or making paninis? I like making people happy. Yeah, that's right. That's what it's that's, all about. That's that, the, the coolest thing for me. What I, what I love most about the food business at the end of the day, you know, if they're a busy night, even where it's a pizza shop here, then I fed, you know, 200 families tonight. Yes. Yes. You know, there that's, is, 
especially as an Italian American, there's something That's very right. fulfilling about that. That's right. Abundanza. That you know what I mean? Beautiful, Lou. Lou, I know you're busy <laughs> over there. Get back to work. I'll talk to you later today. You are now off the mark. Later, brother. Later. God bless. God bless. Uh, Betty, that, that's Lou for you right there. That's the Bonanza Panza. He was on on the mark. He he delivered. He delivered big. Yeah, I mean, he was clearly in the weeds a little, you know. As, or as he would say, in the spinach. Yeah, running a mile a minute. And that's okay. Sometimes those are good feelings. Uh, initially stressful, then you get in the zone, you start banging shit out, and it's yeah. very rewarding. No, and it's fun. It is kind of fun. And time flies when and you're doing that, man. And time absolutely flies. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like when that stress hits up, mm-hmm. kicks up, you go into like a time warp. I hear you. A time continuum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Benny, you got you're looking at something over there you want to share. Go ahead. I have a picture that was taken at my restaurant of an order that a server put in, okay, on the screen and the, on the line. Mm-hmm. I'll just read this for you and you tell me what the fuck, Gina. You know, if you understand what Gina was talking about when she rang this in. Okay. Classic burger, rare, french fries, memo, no meat. Okay. Uh, was it like a short rib French fry or bacon and cheese on the French fry? The no meat is about the burger, Mark. Oh, what? <laughs> so lettuce, tomato, and onion? I suppose. And a pickle on the side? Uh, I the suppose, bun. yeah. Yeah, that's outrageous. What the fuck, Gina? So what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. Somebody sent it to me last night. Gina, you're fired. This is also the same Gina that years ago, this is a good one, I called this girl Fives for a while, like the number five, Mm -hmm. Fives, because she had a table of four old ladies. When I say old, I mean 80, 90, old. Okay. And they're there for lunch. We're absolutely dead. She rang in five of the five orders of each of the eight appetizers that these ladies ordered. The check was about $500 in appetizers. It was unbelievable. And these ladies didn't order all this food. They were asking if they could get five pieces of each of these appetizers. What the hell? And she rang in five orders of everything. Oh, boy. Oh, Gina. The manager had to come out for that one. Oh, the manager was not happy for that one. (laughs) Dude, I'll never forget being part of the team running this food over and going, there is no way. These elderly ladies are eating all this food. Ordered this food. (laughs) It's unbelievable. And they're looking at it like, what the fuck is going on right now? This parade of food coming to them. In Gina's defense, I'm sure they were easily, uh, like, they probably weren't overly clear with their explanation i'm sure they, they weren't yeah. but mark i wouldn't have it's sent just that so order outlandish. i wouldn't have sent that order unless i literally grabbed one of those old ladies dragged her over to the pos myself is made her look at yeah. that screen and yeah. go this is what you want <laughs> this is how much food you want uh VIP listeners, Benny's making a hand motion right now as if he has the elderly lady by, by the, the back, back of the, the neck, neck, the scruff. The scruff of her neck, holding her head up to the POS yes. screen. Yes. That's <laughs> literally what I – Yeah, it's very close. He's, he's assuming she doesn't have good eyes. She eyesight. can't see. And so I'm <laughs> slamming multiple times her face closer to this screen. 
All right, gang, there you have it. That's it from the On The Mark Media Center. We hope you enjoyed Server Chronicles Volume Volume 2. We will be back with Volume 3 soon. Until next time, gang, you are now off the mark.